Hello and welcome to Let's Create, Let's Talk. Yes, another episode. I'm back. It's been a little delay, but nothing more than usual. I wanted to aim for one a month. We're in series two. We're on episode 11. Can you believe it? I'm going to add some more chats, some more talks from me. So today I was out and about. I mean, Van, go at work on my way down road and and I just had all these ideas and I, I thought, I need to record these. And my good friend, Neil James, popped in my head. I won't be doing a photo walk. I won't be doing that kind of thing that Neil does. He's far too good. And it would be very rude of me to copy. But he does inspire me so, inspires me so much that I want to practice getting this audio right, getting the podcast right, getting more episodes. So we're going to be launching into series three. With me, waxing lyrical, talking about all kinds to do with photography or even anything to do with what's going on in the world. A bit of expression and some, some, well, uh, some of my thoughts that I don't normally put out there. So today, in this podcast, we are talking to the wonderful, very talented videographer, photographer, travel photographer, worldwide photographer he's been everywhere been around the world about five times this chap and he was a joy to talk to we've sport before i've done some things with greg in the past for his facebook group uh, he's, he's a force in our community gives a lot of himself and always has time to have a chat so without further ado because i have just recorded this waffling on about brendan van son and the travel photography partnership they have but That's all in this chat, so I'll leave it to you to listen to what me and Greg had to say. Press big button, let's get recording. Hello and welcome to Let's Create, Let's Talk, the photography show. Hello. Hey, Molly. Hey. Yeah, so uh, I was a little confused. Are you, it says that you're recording right away, but yes. do you do you cut the podcast to like start from a certain point? Yeah, we'll keep dolphin in. I, am I still making dolphin noises right now? No, no, we're sounding good. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you wonder what I'm talking about, we've done all this before. It's the first time, typical of Greg, first time that we've done a, a podcast and it went wrong. Well, it didn't go wrong, but I think we can do better just for you guys. We can do it better. <laughs> yes, I agree. Yeah, I can't remember what the main problem was the first time, but I may have been drunk. i wish i'd have known that i'd have pushed you a bit more Well, you can't ask me to do it at 9 p.m on a monday jesus yeah yeah that yeah that's never good what day are we on where are we now (laughs) today's wednesday it's very (laughs) very bright there you look like you've got the sunshine well i live in hamburg now so we're pretty far north you know it's uh it's still super bright out and unfortunately for me our 11 month old son is still awake playing with uh toys on the floor so if you hear any of that in the background yeah that's that's great little baby yeah that's that's matteo jack winter what a name got it man he's gonna be in films 
<laughs> I didn't need to write it down at all. It's a lovely name. Oh, he's, oh okay. Right, no one. This is audio only, but right now, that's one cute baby. Ah, thanks, man. Yeah, for those of you who are listening, oh. I've, uh, I've got him here because he climbed up onto my desk chair and he gives <laughs> you that look. If any of you guys have kids, you know, he's only about like a meter tall right now. So he just looks straight up at me and he's got this like, Dada, what are you doing? Kind of look. Oh, so wow. I'd Hello. Hello. Hey, hey I got a little smile. Yeah, he's Hello. He doesn't like my beard. Don't like my beard. <laughs> okay, kids, come on. We've got audio listeners here. Kids right? don't like my beard. I will not have this in, but what? Oh, you're lovely. Oh, you're lovely. Hello. All right. All right. Come on. <laughs> what do you want to talk about? Photography? I would assume. Yeah. So. Yeah. Definitely. Well, you I want to talk about you. Thanks, mate. Let's talk kind. about everything that's Greg, everything that's Schnell. We need to know. We the listeners want some background. So, uh, uh, why why are you there with the wee chap? Why don't you tell us a bit about yourself and what you've been up to, say, of late? Yeah, right on. So, uh, for those who don't know, I'm I'm originally from Canada, but I, I said I just live in uh, Hamburg right now because my partner Nelly, she is from here, and. Uh, we have a pandemic baby with us here. Yeah. She got pregnant during the uh, the first lockdown. And uh, yeah, we decided to move to Hamburg. So life has changed a lot for us in the last, you know, two years. Yeah. But uh, um, yeah, I'm from Toronto and uh, that's where I grew up. Uh, and I went to uh, university after high school in British Columbia. Uh, so the other side of Canada. Yeah. And I studied adventure tourism which uh, is a thing in the Rocky Mountains. It's sort of a, a college like trade school course to teach you how to run a whitewater rafting business or like a ski touring company. Or, uh, you know, if you want to go a bit more intense, like heli skiing or international small group adventure travel, uh, which is sort of the route that I took. And I started working for an adventure travel company, Aires, Argentina, uh, leading tours throughout uh, the Southern Cone region of South America, starting in 2011. So uh, that was the first time I went to Patagonia. Um, for those of you who are listening, you may know that, uh, that I spent a lot of time down in Patagonia, um, not in the last couple of years because of the pandemic, but since 2011, I've been there, you know, for a couple months every year, uh, including with Thomas Heaton and Brendan Van Son most recently. But uh, that's because I worked as a tour leader down there. So I know South America pretty well. And uh, then I moved to Australia uh, because I got uh, this job called, at the time, the best job in the world. Yeah. I was a wildlife caretaker on Kangaroo Island. And that's where I met my, uh, my current partner, Nelly. She's uh, German. She was a backpacker. And we met in Australia. And uh, yeah, you know, started my business there and started selling more photos and freelancing. And, you know, six, seven years later, here we are in Europe. What a story! Incredible journey that. Really, really well, well summed up, man. Oh, thanks, man. Been... That's like the last uh, twelve years almost now. Yeah, and I'm thir- I'm thirty six now, so definitely getting a bit older. And we just had our first child, so it's a new chapter. Honestly, like uh, the pandemic kind of forced it on us, but uh, yeah, things have been changing, and they're changing for the better. And uh, and I'm excited about you know what's coming up next. Yeah, the future's the future's pushing on, and we're pushing on as we do. We have yep. to just 
keep keep with the positivity and uh, your travel photography, videography, and Brendan Van Son and growing and building that side of it and everything you've done as well with the teaching and, and the course. You know, you've got the exclusive creators club. He's wonderful. And I've been a part of that and uh, proud to have been filmed by yourself. And 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 just I, I'm a huge fan. Uh, I watch pretty much all your videos as much as I can. And I suggest, ladies and gentlemen, you do the same. Go to Greg's channel on YouTube if you didn't know. Because um, he hasn't been that busy of late, as you can see. He's got his hands full here. I, I can see he's got a toddler with him. And uh, Mateo's keeping him plenty busy. But I'm I'm amazed at the last video you put out, especially the one where you was in the plane and he was, yeah, cramped in that little plane. Oh, and then the, you did one more. I've not seen that video yet where I think... Uh, you went on a, a, it was like a, what would you call it, safari adventure? Yeah. That was incredible. Yeah, was yeah, incredible. Yeah, yeah. For, uh, for those who are uh, listening and haven't seen those videos, the last three videos that I put out are from Namibia, yes. from uh, the country in Southern Africa. I had a job there with a German uh, tour operator and went down there for 12 days, which is relatively fast for Namibia. We covered 3,000 kilometers in 12 days. Wow. Uh, which is a lot of driving, to be honest. But uh, luckily for us as photographers, you know, the best light is sunrise and sunset anyway. So yeah. in the middle of the day, when it's 32 degrees, I'm not really looking for any photos. Uh, so it's a good time to travel. But yeah, uh, yeah that was a, a fun adventure. You know, the, the last uh, video. Oh, there he is. <laughs> uh, the last video was uh, about leopards, Mally. So we, we got yes. really, really lucky, man. We saw three leopards in one morning in Atosha National Park. And because I was there on a job, I had all of my, you know, my professional kid. And like, I mean, I probably have it anyway, but still, you know what I mean? I was there ready to get the shot. And we got a once in a lifetime experience of being able to see three leopards in one morning. So just amazing footage, amazing photos. Happy to share it. Yeah, it was wonderful. I've not seen it proper yet. I've had a little watch of it. It's like been the plane one that you did see was also really yeah, cool. I mean, we had a great really tour cool. overall. It was it's kind of like a bit of a cheat code scenario for me because if I'm getting paid to go on these trips, oh, yeah, to take photos for the client and make videos, and then I say to them, Hey, and by the way, I'm gonna do some YouTube vlogs like for my own channel. Is that cool? And most of them are like, Yeah, we'd love that, you know. So Oh, that's great uh, situation in tourism where that's kind of like an extra promotion and I can even charge for it. Honestly, like it depends on the client, but uh, I've noticed that in, in like film production and television, that's kind of impossible, even like products, because usually the client doesn't want you to share anything about the product or the shoot uh, until the actual final thing has been released. Right. Whereas in tourism, they're like, yeah, just go for it, man. It's cool. So, yeah. <laughs> Uh, right, <laughs> little Mateo's on his shoulders playing with his hair. <laughs> this is great. That's the only way for me to keep him uh, entertained here. His first you know? podcast. I feel. Yeah, I feel honoured. Podcast. That's oh right. yeah, he's loving it. That's great. I think you'll take him. Obviously, you will when he gets older. He's gonna come with you, and he's he's gonna see oh, a lot of places. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I think uh, we've been Nelly and I are talking about it. We're taking him to Spain in uh, in a couple of weeks' time for like a little family vacation, yeah. um, which will be really nice. But I'm yeah. I've been thinking about taking him on like yeah bigger sort of expedition style stuff. Like I I hope that we're gonna jump into a bit of the the photography workshops that I've been running with Brendan. And, uh, and I hope that at some point, you know, he'll be interested in coming along 
for uh, for some adventures. So yeah, we'll, well, just train him up, get him used to how to handle. Uh, what are you shooting on now, Greg? Is it Sony? Uh, did you? Yeah, th- I've got a couple of cameras. Throw it. Uh, did you throw the Sony? Are you still Sony? Well, I threw uh, my Panasonic. So I had the GH5 oh. for a long time, and uh, yes. and it was kind of just getting old. So I, I replaced it with the Sony A7S III, and uh, bought a couple lenses, sold a couple lenses. Yeah. Um, so that's my video setup, and then. For stills, I'm on the Canon EOS R, uh, which is also kind of dated now. It's uh, I had it. Um, what do you call it when you take it into a camera shop and they see how many how many shutter clicks it's had? Yeah. Um, and it's it's coming in at like 160,000. Whoa. Uh, in in just under three years. Whoa. So that's a lot. I know. I was surprised too. And yeah. apparently, Canon says it's good. The the sensor is good to two hundred thousand, which I don't believe. To be honest, I had the five D Mark III for like five, six years almost, yeah. and that had like probably four hundred thousand clicks, and it was still working yeah. great. Yeah. Uh, sorry, <laughs> you're a baby, but yeah. So Canon USR kind of. I'm dated. not a baby. Uh, and then I've got oh, here comes Nelly to take him away. So. Hello. Yeah. Awesome. All right. That we have to great. this is an audio podcast. <laughs> uh, well, I wish it wasn't now because that was uh, like class. Know. That was class. I won't do it. I won't do any uh, Instagram stories with that. Honest, especially now your hair's like. <laughs> yeah. Hey, come on now. No, I, but I, uh, I, let's go back to the gear because I actually yeah, think yeah. Your, inter- your listeners would be really interested in this because I feel like a bit of pressure um, yeah. from the the industry and from you know following other photographers on YouTube and seeing gear reviews all the time to yeah. consider like upgrading my stills camera mm-hmm. and I, I always feel this pressure because I've the Canon EOSR the first mirrorless you know it's the sensor is good but it's not great like the R5 is definitely way better you know, like going to like even medium format with Fuji or just the Sony like uh, A7 four or the A, uh, sorry, the uh, R series of Sony, the high resolution yeah. ones. Um, and, and I feel like because I've got the A7S three now with Sony lenses for video, it makes sense to switch over to a Sony stills body. Like even the A7 four, like yeah. it's not, it's, it's not the greatest, but it's better than the USR. But the problem is, and this is where I think it'll be interesting for your viewers, is I still have legacy Canon lenses. I have the EF uh, Trinity and a couple primes. So wow. I've got, you know, 11,000 mm. euros worth of Canon glass, which still works great. Yeah. Like, so what? why would I want to sell that stuff? And yeah. if I do sell it, it won't really have a really good sale market because it's so fucking old. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. I, I'm, I can I'm I, try not to swear. No, it's uh, cool. It's explicit. Uh, uh, Yeah, don't worry. It's fine. I'm sure your viewers can follow this. So uh, yeah, I'm not really sure what to do, to be honest. I think I got the adapter, the MC11 adapter from Sigma for Sony to Canon. And that seems to be working okay for stills. So, uh, but I don't take stills on the a7S III. So anyway, I've got a a strange setup right now, but it's, it's working. I've got one main stills camera, one main video camera. And then I've got, I don't know, maybe like seven lenses. And I'm using five when I travel at the moment. Ooh, that's a lot of weight as well to yeah, carry the old it, glass. Plus a drone, man, and two drone yeah. batteries as well. Ooh. I have the <laughs> Mavic 2 Pro, which I love. I fly my drone as much as I can. Yeah, um, and very well. Yeah, that that's the point that, you know, and it's probably something I've um, I've picked up on it 
Uh, but it's probably something that doesn't get mentioned a lot because it's seamless within the story of your videos. And I think if you're not uh, a videographer or you're not making vlogs or you're not involved in YouTube, you could miss that production value that you put in. And the drone footage is exceptional, man, especially like the last one where you were going over the uh, the desert with the dead trees. God, name's gone. Um, in what, Namibia. Or in Namibia. Or in Namibia. Sof- Namibia. Sof- yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah so i that might be from the plane though because you're not actually allowed to fly your oh, drone you know that. oh it's, right uh, it's a national park but there was a lot of drone footage i think in that last namibia video i edited about a week ago but i did i took my drone down there and got permission from the uh, namibian civil aviation authority wow to uh to fly yeah because it's a job i mean it's a commercial job yeah. and i have a pilot's license, license. here in germany yeah. And I'm licensed to fly in Europe with the, it's an A1, A2, A3 system that we have in the EU. And that allows me to fly in cities and stuff. And like, it's very byrocratic, but if you follow the rules, you know, me being Canadian, I have to feel like I'm doing the right thing. And uh, and I was getting paid pretty well to be in Namibia. So the the client is German and they said, if you're going to fly your drone, you have to have the right paperwork. So I just went ahead and did it and got it. So I flew a lot in Namibia, but it was like, you know, there were uh, restricted areas where I couldn't fly as well. So what's next for you? you you've, you've obviously back now in Hamburg and you, you settled, better family life at the moment. Commercially, have you got anything planned local or anything around you? Cause I yeah, don't... I've got a job here, man. Like I, yeah. uh, I've got yeah. a real job. <laughs> it's not, <laughs> not everybody makes a ton of money on YouTube. Right. So yeah, uh, I have, exactly. I have a job. For uh, for those who don't know, I I work uh, as a freelancer, like I said when I when we started. Um, but I work for an agency. It's an it's a creative ad agency here in in kind of a hipster area of downtown Hamburg, yeah. and they hire me as a videographer, cutter, uh, audio guy, basically your film and and photo kind of uh, person. So yeah. I'm the only one there that does video editing and uh, videography work. Um, I do a lot of like social media stuff for their clients, kind of boring, yeah. uh, not high production, high production, but they pay me really well. I get a good day rate and, uh, and they need me. So I work like at least two days a week, uh, sometimes more. So yeah. it's sort of a base salary of like at least 2000 a month, which is uh, pretty nice to be oh, honest. Like I haven't sweet, had that man. kind of stability in a long time. Yeah. 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 And being oh, Canadian, good. like 2000 euros a month goes a long way back home as well. So yeah. yeah. Not that I'm planning to move back to Canada anytime soon, but when, if I mean, when we visit, we're fucking rich. <laughs> right, the swearing, dang. Fuck it, it's all right. My kids are in bed. Well, they're, they're filling, they're filling the diaries in. They've got, I, I bought them some diaries, and they've been, they've been writing stories about what they're doing at school and. Yeah, yeah, nice. Stuff That's like that. I'm so, waiting for the day. Yeah, you got two girls, right? Two girls, yeah, yeah. ten and eight. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I still got some time before the diary comes out. Mind yeah, you. well, this is, why, diaries? this is why I'm not getting out Girl. as much. I think as soon as they get sick of me and they're like, right, daddy, go away. And yeah, um, I'll be over knocking on your door saying, coming out yeah. playing, Greg. Let's so, go for a photo adventure. Yeah, yeah, man. So, because uh, uh, what's, I didn't really answer your question, though, Mally. Sorry to cut you off. No, but, it's all right. Uh, what's next, though, outside yeah. of like the yes. family stuff here? Yeah. is uh, I'm going to Iceland in June for a summer workshop. Uh, and the last one I did actually was with uh, Thomas Heaton and Thor. Uh, and this one is going to be 
with Brendan, but it's very different. It's he, he was selling it as like Iceland for people that have been to Iceland before. So we're going to do like the West fjords and the yeah. North and really not focus much at all on like the, uh, the stuff that's been really like heavily photographed in the South and the, uh, yeah. and the East. So it's yeah. going to be really different. We're going to go on, uh, you know, a camping adventure, midnight sun sort of thing. And that's going to be uh, 10 days in June. Oh, wow. Of course, vlogged, filmed and I will. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, Brendan's like four or five months behind right now on his YouTube channel. It's Brendan Van Son for those listening. Yes. But uh, for me, like I, I'm usually much quicker with turnaround. So if I vlog it, which I probably will, uh, I would expect to have the first video out within a week of being there. Yeah, brilliant. If not, when I'm already, if not when I'm there. I've put this down here about, uh, you know, how quick you are at, at what you you do with the videos, you know, everyone knows what I'm like. It can take me three weeks for <laughs> get anything out where you're pretty much on it. And I can do uh, it in a day. I, yeah. I daily vlogged uh, you here did. in Hamburg yeah. for 30 days straight. And I've done daily, daily vlogs before. And yeah. uh, as a video editor, like with this agency, I mean, yeah. I'm editing every day, man. Like Premiere Pro is, uh, is always is on. The, probably my most used program on my laptop, honestly, oh, really yeah. is. Yeah. And at the agency, I've got it all set up too with like these big dual monitors and a sound system. And I'm running on the, the Mac M1, the newest Mac oh, yeah, uh, from it. Apple. Yeah, yeah, I was on a PC for 10 years, but Adobe was fighting me all the time. And yeah. I just needed something that like, but I couldn't necessarily build a desktop because we were traveling all the time. So yeah, I've always edited off of laptops. Yeah, I got the M1, and uh, it was a it was a big, big, big decision. My laptop was 2012, and I was going. I've gone from a six hour, eight hour render for a 20 minute vlog to six to 10 minute render. Yeah, right. So we're in the same boat. It's Which one? Did you, when did you buy it? Uh, like this year. 14 inch. Yeah, yeah, 14 inch M1, uh, 16 gig. Right. Uh, Is that there's two models, right? The pro. Yeah. And that. Yeah, it's it's probably what you'd say the basic version, but even then, M1 yeah, Pro. They're expensive. Chip. Hey, they're really expensive. Yeah, but yeah. What a game changer. Hey. Yeah, definitely for video. It's but just... for the listeners, I mean, I used to PC for ten years, and I actually yeah. miss a lot of the a lot of the features from a PC like uh, that Mac just doesn't have. It really bother me to be honest. But as a Premiere Pro user, you're right. That rendering and exporting time makes it makes it worth it. It really does for for me. Absolutely. Yeah, working in it the other day, and I, I, I'm I'm editing one uh, where we were going up Glaramara in the Lake District, and I didn't realize I was editing in full res, and I had just like stopped for a minute and was like. I've been editing for five minutes in full playback, full res playback. Yeah, didn't stutter and yeah, just, yeah. yeah. Where was that? The location? I'm going to try uh, and pronounce it. Gladamara. It's, oh, yeah, Gladamara. Um, of course. <laughs> I've been there. Yeah. Yeah. I can spell it backwards if you I want can, to. Hear. It's a bit, I can't. <laughs> Gladamara. <laughs> that brings me that nicely. That brings me, I'm not Yorkshire. Give over York. Don't you say Yorkshire. Oh, Burnsy. Give over, man. Tell I you actually what. thought it was I mean... Yorkshire for a long time. But, uh, <laughs> Yorkshire. No, York no. Yorkshire. Right. Yorkshire land. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> no, What's man. some of your most traditional food in Yorkshire? What Stop do you guys with eat? the Yorkshire. Seriously. <laughs> I'm from Lancashire. <laughs> oh, shit. Sorry, mate. I'm from Lancashire. Oh, why did I Don't... think you were from Yorkshire? <laughs> 
<laughs> now you're going to make me Google where Lancashire is. You, you, you've never heard of the War of the Roses. You need to know the War of the Roses. We're going back. Road. Yeah, yeah. Yorkshire and Lancashire just kind of, they had some big fights going on. In oh, Shire County, hey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. But I'm, a, I'm actually from a place that's it kind of stuck in limbo. I'm between Liverpool and Manchester, so... Ah, I'm, so you're I'm not almost, in Blackpool, then? No, I'm almost classed as a scouser, but I've got a yicker Ooh. accent. Aye, aye, aye. I've heard Blackpool is a really nice place. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish your listeners could see your face right now. <laughs> I know there's a few listeners from Blackpool. Please stay subscribed. Castle, so, just to give you an idea. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, life after F four, come on! Mm. Would you wow. do it? Would you do it all again? Now you've just said Yorkshire. Yeah. Gavin's popped yeah. in my head with his smelly feet. I thought, come yeah, on! Yeah, exactly. No, I would definitely. Yeah, for those who uh, who don't know the F four road trip guys, uh, they hired me because of Tom to help them film that. Uh, I think it was ten parts in in total. Yeah, uh, series and. Uh, it was amazing, man. Like that was at the very beginning of the pandemic, just before the pandemic. So it was uh, February, January, February, 2020. And, uh, and we had some big plans to see, you know, things continue possibly with F4, like a season two type thing, or, or just more like fun kind of stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, the pandemic just put everything, all these plans on hold for everybody around the world. So uh it never really materialized. And then the guys decided to, uh, to just take it off the market completely, which, uh, which I actually agreed with. I think that was a good decision, but, uh, yeah, they were really nice, like kind of keeping me in there in the conversations for a long time, you know, after it was all done and, uh, and life after F4 is uh, very boring. <laughs> yeah. No more. Oh, we've only had a kid and had to yeah. like, you know, get off. No, I'm joking. <laughs> You know, Gavin is such a funny character. Yeah. They're all unique in their own Yeah, way. man. <laughs> Gavin and I, in, in total, we got along really, really well. Yeah. And uh, we've been trying to figure out a way to, to get back together and, uh, and do yeah. some vlogs because uh, he's going to Newfoundland and asked me to come. And I, mm-hmm. I said that I can't, which is so sad. Like, I really, really wanted to go. But yeah. it's uh, my parents are coming to visit at the same time. And they don't get to come very often, as I'm sure you can understand. Yeah. But uh, Newfoundland, for those... Do you know much about Newfoundland? No, Probably? well, not really. No, no, it's I, a I, province in Canada. Awesomeness, a, big, big mountains. The, no, well, yeah, kind of. Yeah, it's uh, it's like a rock. You know, it's an island, yeah. and it's in the Atlantic, in the North Atlantic. It's got famous for really shitty weather, and yeah, cold. it's a pretty hard place to live. You know, yeah, similar well, to yeah. Lancashire. <laughs> I don't think I'm ever going to say I that don't, right. I don't think it's similar to Lancashire. No, really. yeah, probably. No, not. I don't think we get 16 feet of snow in one night and stuff <laughs> like that. True, you know. yeah. What, yeah, but anyway, he's he's going there to photograph because it's not rinsed. You know, yeah. there's a lot of cool stuff there that uh, that he wants to see and share on YouTube. And yeah, yeah and ask me to come along and and do like a two week kind of adventure series. You know, oh. film the whole thing, and of course. Gavin's got all these grand ideas. Yeah. So I'm Skits. looking forward to seeing what he comes up with. I think it's going to be awesome. Yeah, I agree. I think it's uh, something quite special. And you've just said something there about not being rinsed. And sadly, you, you can't do that. And uh, hopefully you get to do it some other point in, in the next uh, year or so, because 
Yeah, I, th- I think what you did with F4 was so unique, great fun. Uh, all of you added something and then you filmed it just spot on with the Panasonic as well. So Yeah, you, that was a lot of work too. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. But uh, good good challenge and we made it, you know, we made it. It, it, it happened in the class. end and it's something to be proud of. So yes. it's cool. It's class, man. It's class. How are you feeling about YouTube? Uh, with what's going on? Uh, I've I've written down. We did talk about this a little bit last time. I'm not overly bothered at the moment. I just do it. I made some decisions since our last talk. Actually, that it is what it is, and I do it because I love it. And uh, you you pointed out quite early on in the conversation that yeah, there's there's definitely no money in YouTube, but it really is taking a hit. And I'm seeing that hit across the board now. I'm seeing that with some big creators who are not getting the traction they once had, which is interesting. You know, so how do you feel about that? What's the future of, of the, the Schnell channel? Yeah, that's a fully loaded question. I think uh, mm-hmm. in the first time we talked, that's probably where it started to turn really negative and get dark, you know, yeah. which, is, which is why <laughs> you're not sharing that with the listeners. But uh, I'll try and stay on a more <laughs> optimistic uh, wavelength this time around. No, I, I think that uh, uploading on YouTube is a really great platform for uh for creators to just share their videos uh and where else are you going to do it like if you're making photos and you're or taking photos sorry making videos you know where where do you put them do you just leave them on your computer do you print them out and put them in your house uh you know everybody's got their own answer but i think for a lot of people who are on youtube at least they want to share this work with the world they want people to see it because they're proud of it they think it's good Um, and, uh, and that's a natural feeling, I think is like, Hey, look at what I've done. The light was perfect. The stars were amazing. The Milky way was there. I waited 14 days for the moon and whatever, you know, and, and this was the result and it looks great. And, uh, and where do you put it? So Facebook, you know, Flickr, uh, Instagram, obviously there's all these social media platforms, but for video creators and for people looking to tell the story, there's really only like YouTube and Vimeo, uh, I guess with short for maybe TikTok or Reels on Instagram, but uh, Vimeo was sort of back in the day, like 10 years ago, was more of the production company place, filmmaker place. YouTube was shitty cat videos and like stupid pranks and all this stuff. And it's just evolved over time. So I I do think that YouTube is still where uh, my channel will always be in regard to me making videos. But yeah. I have lost the consistency that I once had, for sure. Tell folks, times- though. Tell folks about okay. your channel because you you did something. You've done something unique to anyone. You was probably one of the first real, not landscape photography vloggers. But come on, man, what we're we looking at here, ten years. I uh, yeah, my, my well, my first video is from two thousand seven. <sighs> so what wow. are we? Twenty twenty two now. Yeah, that's fifteen years. Oh man, thirty six. <laughs> so. And I, I left those videos on there too. I think I've yeah. got uh, hundreds of videos and the first ones from those early years are really quite bad, but uh, it's uh, yeah, for me, like YouTube again, is just a place where I can share the adventures that I have because I like making videos and yeah. I've been lucky to create a job out of this and I'm still not like uh, you know, I'm not a very confident uh like professional when it comes to production like this side of the ad agency that i work for when i go on shoots with like studios and we were shooting on a a television show last week 
you know, there's wow. full on like for film professionals that have already Alexa's, you know, Sony yeah. Venice cameras, all these really expensive cine, cine lenses, lenses. Yeah. you know, and I've, I'm just a videographer, man. I've got like, you know, I've got normal, uh, small little cameras, like full frame sensors, whatever, but it's just, I don't know. It's a little overwhelming. So I'm a video creator for sure. And YouTube has always been the best place to put my videos essentially. Yeah. Uh, and it, I never really saw it as a way of making money. And you're right when you said that YouTube doesn't make any money, but you're wrong when there are people who do make a lot of money on YouTube, right? Yeah. Uh, so, it, but those people are few and far between. It's, um, it's not, it's not like, uh, you know, all these small creators can, can survive off of YouTube because you really can't. I mean, my channel's uh, 24,000 subscribers with a nice little engaged community. Of, yep. uh, of great people that I know are watching and commenting because I see their names all the time. And I know a lot of them, yes. uh, including like yourself. So it's, uh, <clears throat> it's nice to see that, but you know, AdSense pays me about 200 euros a month just yeah. to give the guys listening an idea. And I get probably like, I don't know, maybe 30,000 views a month in total, a little less. Mm -hmm. So it's really, it's nothing to write home about. But uh, I agree with you. I think that YouTube is changing. It's getting more corporate. The advertising is changing. And yeah. uh, it's going to like the, the capitalist system is going to always like benefit the rich and benefit the, the bigger channels and the, the ones in America or wherever the ad, rever ad revenue is. So yeah, I'm not that's gonna... a long-winded answer. Yeah, but and I'm not, not as gonna, negative as the last. I'm time. just, I was just gonna say the darkness was creeping in at the end. <laughs> By the way, I talk way too much, so I apologize to the people um, listening to this. Oh my god, this is what we want. No, man, I, I just want you to talk. It makes it easier for me. I love listening. This is why I'm doing it. Yeah, I listen to a lot of podcasts as well. Yeah, so, yeah. Nice. I, I, I don't like it when the the interviewer always overshadows the interviewee. I, I like to just sit and listen. So although I don't want it to be about questions, it's great to hear you and hear your side of that. Because for me, you're someone that if you want to know something, if you want to know how to do it right, or you want to perform on YouTube, Greg's your man, really. Over the years, I've garnished a lot from you. You know, I've learned a lot about YouTube, especially in like 2015, 2016. Um, and uh, I think like there was this uh, bubble where somebody like Casey Neistat started daily vlogging and yeah. uh, Tom started making videos. And there were, there was a time, I guess, where if you really focused on making like a lot of video content and putting yourself out there, there was a really good chance to get pushed by the algorithm. Yeah. And I think now that that's just kind of gone, especially in the last couple of years, yeah. Like, uh, but the, the algorithm does still love dailies. Like if you make daily vlogs, mm. it loves that man. It eats those yeah. up. So, but I mean, daily vlogs are not good for your mental health. No, they're not. No, no. here's a question for you. Mm. I'm considering doing live. Okay. Yeah. YouTube live good. because I, I, I think, I think I can pull it off. Yeah. Well, I was thinking of doing one a week. I think this would be really week. cool live. This would be really cool live because then it stays on the channel. I mean, I yeah. know you want your podcast to be audio, yeah. but uh, you know, I would, I would consider like a, a live video needs to be like a Q and a, or like there has to be a theme to it. Yeah. Right. And uh, it has to be planned. 
Um, and you have to have a good internet connection too, yeah. right? Like yeah. live streaming from a camera yeah. outdoors while you're doing photo work is going to eat a ton of data. Yeah, so yeah. it's yeah. Uh, it's it's an interesting realm. But yeah, you, I think the YouTube algorithm likes live, especially if you do it consistently, yeah. like the same time every week. Ooh. There's a new show in the US that I follow that does live like every Monday morning. Yeah. And, uh, and they get a lot of good traction because people, yeah. they know when to expect it. I think YouTube hated me for doing podcast videos because I'd get, I'd get quite a long view. So I'd get like people watching for, uh, for 30 minutes and, and then YouTube would be like, what's going on? And I was getting punished. That's strange. It should be the opposite. It should be the opposite. Let's get really long view times and not a, not a great amount of viewers. So I was getting the people, like you say, we, we have this community. This is the one thing I love about YouTube. It's, it's first name terms almost in the comments. You know people over years are talking and people who come back and support you and they watch you. Blows my mind why anyone would ever want to watch me still. I just blows me away but you, you build up a rapport and you, you become friends with these people majority of them I haven't met and I was thinking about doing the live thing where I would bring people along or I'd drop a message and say I'm going live here this time turn up and let's do a shoot together and just have a mobile phone recording what is in front of it yeah. and some lav mics and the wireless mics and just go but yeah, drop-offs cut out internet. I could probably be, that'd be a tough one, wouldn't it? So. Well, if you have unlimited data and you've yeah, got you have a 4G yeah. connection, then yeah. go for it. Yeah. Yeah. But it would eat a lot of data for sure. I mean, yeah. like I get, I think I get about five gigabytes a month from Vodafone here in Germany. Yeah. And, uh, and I don't usually go through it because we have Wi-Fi everywhere, but, uh, but I think that would eat through like, probably three to five gigs in like 40 minutes or something, maybe an hour. I'm just, I'm just mad out project after project. I'm working on another project at the minute, which is isolation, a, a book. Um, and I, I want to do a, a, a quite a, a big book as well for the end of this year and beginning of the next year. Uh, have you considered doing anything like that yourself, the guidebooks or anything that's probably published by someone? Or I, I think personally myself, it'd be something I would definitely buy from you. Rather than just being, I know video is your core element, the core part of you, of you, but to put all that, what you've done from all around the world into a journal with, with maps and little, you know, with snippets and photographs, almost like a scrapbook, like uh, you, you're looking at a, a traveler's, uh, you know, uncle traveling <laughs> Greg's book and you're going, have you considered anything like that? I haven't. No, I, uh, I have not. Um, but I, I mean, I like the idea and it's nice to hear that you would buy it, but uh, no, I haven't. I'm, I'm laughing because <laughs> <laughs> what a build up to a question no just to be like no no yeah. with, with no away, alternative either. <laughs> yeah but say what was the book that you guys published uh last year from the uh the facebook group let's create oh was like yeah yeah calendar or something right no the, no, no. It's, 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 it's an, images? no it's an annual an annual but so the first book had something like 30 creators in it the, right, second, okay. the second book, which was last year, mm. um, I put out just after New Year, that had over nearly 40 creators in it. Wow, 
which are all part of the Facebook group. All part of Let's Create and yeah. 80, 80-something pages. This year, so far, and we're only in May, I've got 30 creators, and I'm aiming to have at least 200 pages this book yeah, this year. See, that's what I should be buying, my friend. That's It's not you buying my dream book it's me buying the creators that are part of that awesome group because seeing that diversity of images i bet it's really amazing i mean yeah. there must be so many different styles and yeah. uh, and different stories of uh of those images that were captured um yeah. so yeah i'll have to look into that that's it's uh, raw as well it's raw they're really just people who are not they're not putting down something. They're sending me their image, their information about their photography, and it's just raw. It's what yeah. they were doing when they were out there, and it, you can read, you can, you can the passion and the idea behind the images that they, they've put these images forward in. Let's create because they're proud of them, and and then as a judge myself, I, I still find that kind of a privilege to be able to pick out select images. So this year, instead of having one winner every week, I've been picking five and six winners every week or every fortnight. And the diversity of those images are going to show in the book. And I really, this, I think this year is going to be a really big year for Let's Create. And yeah, thanks for mentioning that, man. Because well, man, there's another example of people just wanting to get their work out there and, uh, and another platform or uh, avenue to do so. Yeah. So if you guys are listening to this and you were part of Let's Create and your photos are in that book, good on you, man. That's awesome. Oh, they love that. Thank you very much, Greg. That means a lot, mate, because it is kind of hidden secret away. Facebook groups are are not something that you really push or talk about, really. You know, they're kind of there and you have a community and uh, you get dribs and drabs of people joining and then they become a face. If you like one of the faces on town, you know, around town, it's one of the faces around Facebook. So you, you get to know them and, and you've established that yourself with the, I've called it exclusive creators club, you know, right. the future of, uh, of that, because it, it that has took over and it's own. it's got its own growth. And it, it, there's a group of band of people on there who are, are thirsty for, uh, improvement on progressing yeah. on YouTube. So, you, you know, you've made something that is quite a, a huge space really for, for people. Yeah. It, that's another Facebook group. If you guys are wondering that, uh, that was part of the two online courses that I, that I launched a couple of years ago. And, yeah. uh, and I've been a part of Facebook groups for a, a long time, going back again to like 2014, maybe 2015 for photography. And, yeah. uh, and funny enough, I think it's actually really challenging to maintain the engagement of a Facebook group if you are a moderator or administrator yes. of that group. And I've done that a number of times. And uh, with the Exclusive Creators Club, it's solely for the people uh, that had purchased one of the two courses. And the first course I was selling for like 15 bucks, you know, yeah. so it wasn't like break the bank. And, uh, and we got a lot of signups and a lot of those people did join the group, which is nice. So I think right now it's at around, it's over a hundred, maybe between 120 and 130. I'd have to take a look, but uh, it's relatively well engaged when, when I post and when a couple of the other moderators post, 
but it is one of those things with Facebook groups where you kind of have to stay on it and have that, that passion for it. Yeah. And if you lose that, then the people who are part of the group, they're just not going to see any notifications and they're eventually just going to go on with their lives and join other yeah. groups or whatever. But uh, it's like photography, like photography, excuse me. <clears throat> it's important to just have that, that like natural passion to just want to go out and create, which yes. is what let's create is all about. Yeah, that thirst is really important. You sometimes you feel it just fading every now and yeah, again. You, it, man. you feel it when fading. When was the last time I yeah. took out my camera and took a photo of Hamburg? Like honestly, yeah. really was well, probably Christmas. two months ago. No, yeah. no, Christmas. We're in May now. No, it wouldn't have been Christmas because I, I shoot here sometimes with uh, with a couple of local Instagrammers because right. it's, I mean I live in a oh, huge yeah, city. Oh yeah, yeah, right? you did. Yes, I live uh, in an amazing city. There's stuff. like yeah. there's like. Um, yeah staircases here and like the harbor there's some really cool places that are hidden in the city but uh but yeah let's be honest i mean it comes and goes right sometimes you you have like a photo trip planned and you go out on a workshop and you take 500 images every day yeah. on safari oh my god but uh it's you know then you get home and you put your camera in the closet for a few weeks it just it's the way it is it comes and goes yeah yeah I've I've got myself a couple of lenses to maintain that. I've got a 28 millimeter. Um, so What's the aperture? Uh, it's one eight. So okay. this is quite a it's plastic, quite a nice little lens from it's a Z mount Nikon. Um, and I got this for the sole purpose of right. I'm just going to grab my camera and nothing else, and just put that on and go out. Yeah. I have an 85 mil as well that I do the same oh, with. Geez. Wow. I just go out with an 85 and, and walk around. But you're right when you're saying there about Hamburg, it's like I've got Liverpool and Manchester, mm. and uh, that's got to be done. I'm, I'm going to be doing some of that soon. So, Yeah, you know, Liverpool and Hamburg are actually really well connected because yes. of the whole music scene. Yeah, yeah. 60s. Yeah, Pete Best. When Pete Best were on drums for Beatles, that's where they yeah. were. Yeah. yeah. Over this there. Is where they met Ringo. Yeah. And Ringo was playing in a band from Liverpool at the time, actually. Yeah. So, yeah, there were a lot of uh, really like hip and popular like rock bands that couldn't really play rock music in the UK, I guess. So yeah. they all went to Hamburg because this was like the, the port city, you know, with the strippers and the drugs in the 60s. Yeah. Let's go. Curveball there from Greg with his down with his music knowledge. I didn't expect that. A Beatles man, I love the Beatles. Yeah, nice man, that's great. Yeah, yeah I hope the guys listening to this are uh, are fans of Hamburg because I honestly wasn't when I first moved here. It was uh, rainy and windy and kind of kind of gray, and I'm used to traveling and going wherever I want, and yeah. you know, and chasing iconic images, and uh, yeah, and coming here was like a bit of a slap in the face. But I've gotten used to it, and uh, it's grown on me, especially in the summer. The summer is real nice. Sounds so, like and Lancashire. A ton of history here, you know. Yeah, sounds maybe. like Lancashire. La Lancashire. 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 All right, let me try and get it. Hold on. Go Lancashire. On. Lancashire. Yeah, that was pretty good. All right. You could say it like this. Um, uh, you could you could say Saint Helens. What? Saint Helens. I'm from Saint Helens. People talk like Saint Helens, you know. Okay. I thought that was a volcano in Washington. Actually, yeah. 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 Well, that's it's right. also a town, it's in, Lancashire, also a town in Lancashire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe they named the volcano after your town. I reckon so. Definitely. Yeah. Well, let's hope your town doesn't explode. 
All right. That's a good segue. What's next? It's, it's a good segue. 47 minutes and Zoom hasn't cut us off. So I'm, I'm quite pleased with that because we were yeah. supposed to get cut off, Greg. Yeah, you know? Well, we can end it if you want. I mean, uh, well, no, 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 no. I've got another couple of questions, but it was more about, I don't know why, where this came from, shake what your mama gave you, but. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was from your, your, that was a music video I filmed here. Yeah. Yeah, that's really right. Good. Yeah. That was a lot and of fun. It looked it. It looked fantastic. Mm, and a positive, thanks, positive future. I don't know why I've I've stuck that down. I must have really stuck with me at the time when we last spoke, but it was pretty cool actually uh, seeing you backstage or with like you mentioned before about the cine lenses and being with production and, and all that mm. side of thing. And I thought, wow, you know, Greg's gonna be start making some netflix videos and yeah but funny enough mally i actually don't want to do that so i know that that would seem like the positive future of like kind of taking that step into the more like big budget productions yeah but i really like my little video space like i studied tourism in, in school like i, I want to focus more on like the trip that i just did in namibia yeah i want to focus on the workshops with brendan i want to yeah. focus on doing trips with gavin you know taking my son on these adventures when he's old enough to the places like greenland patagonia yeah. you know um japan mongolia yeah. You know, it's about travel for me. So seeing these guys that are slaving away on these film sets for 12, 14 hour days, getting checked for Corona every four hours, you know, waiting around on set, uh, getting free food and thinking that they are hot shit because they got this great job. It's uh, it's not where I want to be. And I thought, you know, maybe it could be, but uh, I know now, thankfully from a few uh, experiences that as cool as it is, it's uh, it's not for me. So the bright future is definitely more of aligning myself back into travel and tourism once the uh, the pandemic sort of subsides, and hopefully this war in Ukraine also subsides so that people feel more comfortable traveling again. Yeah. Um, but uh, the opportunities are there. You know, there's a chance to uh, to partner up with a couple different small group operators, yeah. uh, both in Canada and here in Germany, that will hire me to take photos for them. So. Yeah. That's like the dream job, like a travel photographer taking shots of experiences, landscapes, um, food, portraits of people, locals and travelers alike interacting, unique experiences, details, you know, trying to trying to encapsulate that travel experience, whether it be tasting new food, learning new language, you know, experiencing cultural traditions capturing that on on video and in stills and yeah. then having a company pay for that content yeah. right and then being able to youtube vlog that at the same time i'll so, make a book yeah yeah right eh? yeah <laughs> so maybe when i hit 100 and 110 countries then then i'll consider your your idea I, right I, now, what still, you've just what you've just summed up and yeah. said uh yeah you, you've got me i'm sold done Perfect. yeah that's what i hope for the for the positive future yeah man i haven't been to 100 countries yet i'm still a bit shy so yeah i'm yeah. traveling yeah and you've got projects with brandon coming up haven't you big time yeah and man i honestly i like i love traveling i'm a canadian living in europe it's uh that's the one thing that has never sort of faltered is this desire to go on vacation to explore new lands new countries and that's one of the things that really uh, motivates my photography is uh, is capturing these new places that I've maybe never seen before or that I've seen pictures of before and I think wow you know I want to capture that shot that. like uh, 
like the Faroe Islands is a good example. Like that's one place that I would love to go because I've seen so many amazing photographs. And for me, it doesn't, I'm not fussed that there's thousands of great photos from the Faroes. Yes. You know, it's yeah. just, that's, that's just inspired me to go. It's not like I'm competing against other photographers in a competition that I'll never win, by the way, watching Nick Page on Photoshop <laughs> is like fucking hell. But uh, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's yeah. just more of the, it's the you. inspiration to go and yeah. to go like, fuck if I'm, if I'm on, on a, an adventure in Namibia, like I was a couple of weeks ago yeah. and I'm stoked. I'm so excited to get my camera out and yeah. take photos of everything. And like, it's just so much fun, you know, and you come away with some really, really incredible uh, images at the end of the day. And, uh, yeah. and those are something to be proud of. I'm with you with that. I'm totally with you. Get the camera out and taking images of what you see as much as possible. None of this like, oh, you know, don't take them this, that, you know, slow down. And when you're there, that excitement kicks in, man. You just got to be like. Yeah, I have heard people say that, though. They're like, oh, man, you know, I'm only taking like one one or five shots in an evening. And I get that. Like there's, there's yeah, an argument yeah. going down. Yeah. But uh, that's not me. And I'm no. fine with that. You know, what a way to finish. We're going to wrap it up there, folks. Yeah. If uh, any of the listeners want to get in contact or they want to ask more questions, I'm, I'm all ears. I'm very easy to get a hold of. I'm, yeah. I'm usually uh, uh, very contactable. So you can find me on Instagram at Greg or Snell or on YouTube. Just search Greg Snell and uh, I'll uh, reply to your comments or messages. How pro was that, folks? I was going to ask him, can you give everyone your details of where to find out more about Greg Schnell? And he just took it. He just went, done, dusted. Well, I didn't spell it out. Though. Bang. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Links will be down below, whether you're on uh, <laughs> whether you're on Apple Podcasts or you're listening through Spotify. All the details about Greg are also on my website and possibly we'll do a blog post with this. So look out for that. But it will be available on the podcast page on my website with all links to Greg's dig, travel sites. Hold on, one more, one more. Go, on, go, on, go, really go. Deep, if they dig on the internet, ooh, ooh. deep in the dark web, they may find the one-hour interview, which I did of Mally Davies. Oh. <laughs> Good luck that, finding that one. That wasn't an hour. <laughs> yes, it was. It was. I only cut it down to seven minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That was so shocking. I was so nervous about that. It was so bad. No, it was so bad, man. So bad. This has been a lot of fun, Mally. I'm glad we got to do it again. And yeah. uh, by all means, I'd love to uh, to connect with you another time and just have the chat like we did. It's not always all about me and my story. I wanted, you know, I want to just uh, shoot the shit about photography, and I know your listeners appreciate that. So that's cool. As you just heard from Greg. He's so cool, chilled, relaxed, getting touched, talking about anything to do with the industry and anything to do with photography. It's always a pleasure to talk to Greg. So thanks so much, man, for for joining me and for giving so much and, and talking about what you're, you're doing and the future. And, and uh, hopefully you've all got something from this podcast today. Thanks to everyone that listens. Thanks to everyone that comments. And uh, off we go to the next episode, the last episode of Series 2 of Let's Create, Let's Talk.